Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Kilted in Iowa. It is I, Lord Nathan Kula, coming at you yet again. Today I have a very special guest in the Tower of Talk. That would be my lovely wife, the doctor, Lady Susan Kula. Wait, hello, Susan. Hello. It's, It's nice to be here. Fantastic. Well, I'm glad that you think this is nice because I'm going to grill the fucking shit out of you. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm sure you can't. It's just like every other day that we sit and talk, but now we're recording it. So uh, I would like to present to our listeners a, uh, a background a bit on, on two particular things uh, that you're involved with right now that are fairly new to you. One is the band that you're in, and the other one is a production company. Now, there, there is one in existence already that has to deal with sword fighting. I think that's a different episode. I think we're going to try that at another time. But uh, the, other, the new one, though, is an uh, is a, is a event production company. So let's start, let's start actually with the band. So the band's called what? The band is called a Rogue Wave. Now, how did you come up with the band title of a Rogue Wave? I mean, I mean, I know what a Rogue Wave is, but you know, why would you name your band that? It has a little to do with our sword fighting company, and it wasn't simply my idea. It was a collective idea. Uh, stems from a story of when we were having a sword fighting practice. And one particular member in our group had a cup full of water, ran at and uh, threw the cup of water in the direction of another member, and shouted, Rogue Wave! And that glass of water went directly into the other member's ear. The, the entire glass, or did they just throw the water? Just the water. Okay, so it's not like they hit him with the cup, no. too, or something. Okay. No, but it didn't feel particularly good, and they have not let us forget about that. So that's a true story. Okay, so that's kind of how the name came around, eh? Um, so have you done music before? Like, is this their first venture into music, or, or was there something that drove you into to being in music like what okay well before we even do that what is your role in the band like what do you do what do you play i am a vocalist you're a vocalist how many vocalists are in this band a rogue wave myself and one other that's it (laughs) you asked how many vocalists myself and one other right and then we have a guitar player who also sometimes does backup vocals we have a drummer, and we have a fiddle player. Oh, so, all right, so you got three, three people in the band do the, the brunt of the, the singing. Yes. So you've got two primaries and one that's a backup. Okay, so you're one of the primary singers. Is that, so what, what got you into music, you know, being in a band? What, what pushed you in that direction? Because... You know, or did you just wake up one day and went, fuck it, I want to be in a band? Well, what got me into music was in grade school, you know, when they have you try out all the different instruments, and I really thought I wanted to learn how to play flute. So I started playing flute 
when I was in fifth grade, and I continued that all the way through my first year of college. Wait, so you played the flute from fifth grade through junior high, through high school, and into college? That's right. Why? I enjoyed it. (laughs) You liked playing the flute. I did. Okay, fantastic. All right, so what, so you, you, but you stopped after your freshman year of high school, of college. What, what made you quit? Uh, I got busy, I think, with other things, and it was very time consuming to keep up with band throughout college when you had a lot of other college courses to take. Okay, so it became a, a, a practical uh, reason to quit, not, not right. so much as you didn't enjoy it anymore, you just... You needed to find that time into something else. That's right. Okay. So, so from that point until the point you started playing music again, how long of a gap was that? Um, I suppose doing music again really started to happen when I became a vocalist again, which is when I initially joined your first band. Whispersmith. Great. What year was that? Do you remember? Mm, I think that's been three years ago. Yeah, I'd say 2017 for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from wait, what year did you go to? So college. Uh, so what was the gap here? What's the? That's a that's a large chunk of yeah, time. About 2000. That's almost your entire adult life that you just so you know to this point where you just were like. I'm not fucking doing music. Uh, was it you don't have time, or you just didn't have the desire, or what was going on? I think just no opportunity to... I suppose there are community bands and things that you could join, but it was a combination of, of time available and opportunity. Okay, so... Alright, so why did you not play the flute for this band and you do vocals? Like, what? Okay, so, yeah, I don't even want to talk about that other band. Fuck those guys, right? They don't listen to this podcast anyway, so who cares, right? So, so what made you join this crappy garage band, right? And then that just fell apart. Um, So... Was there another opportunity that arose, or was this something that you created and a second opportunity, or, or what happened here? So why did the second time that you wanted to be a vocalist, why did that happen? Why didn't you just say, fuck it, quit it, I got more important shit to do? Uh, joining a rogue wave uh, was kind of a transition between the first band that, you, that Nate started uh, to wanting to continue to play music and having several friends that wanted to do it with us and it was a fun opportunity to be able to do something with friends so did at that point did you just not want to play the flute or is it that wasn't a need that the band had and you just thought i need to be the vocalist i think i enjoy being a vocalist more Uh, More than flute. More than 18 years of flute. (laughs) I'm a little out of practice on the flute, and we have a much better flute player in our band. So 
I think that it's easy enough to allow her to shine and I can continue to do vocals, which I think I enjoy more. All right. Fantastic. Okay, so now you said there's two primary vocalists. Who is the lead singer of this fucking group? I mean, everybody's got to have a lead singer. Like, who's going to take it by the balls and carry this son of a bitch forward regardless of how she feels about it? <laughs> um, I would say that the lead singer depends on the song we're doing, but I would I consider myself the spokesman for the or spoke, spokesperson for the band. So you're a spokesperson. Nice. All right. Well, we'll have to put that on your fucking name tag, you know, with the whole Dr. Lady Susan Kula spokesperson. There you go. That's a hell of a name tag. I'll choke a rhino. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So that's a rogue wave. And now that... Your band just released its first recording of anything it's ever fucking done. Uh, and it's on the the Facebook, right? That's it? The, they're, they're only on Facebook. They haven't done Instagram or anything crazy like that? Or... No, we just have a Facebook page right now. Okay. So that's where you can find our video. All right. What did you think of the whole process of making that video and having hearing your voice over and over and over again, you know? It, it was fun and... I think that I'm getting used to what to expect because we've done some recordings before and you just try and have fun with it. It always sounds weird hearing your voice and hearing it play back, but the more you do it, the more used to it you get. So you don't hate your own voice? No. That's good. That's important. All right. So, so that's, that's the stuff about the band. Um, right now, uh, you know, never played out, you know, haven't, haven't done that yet. And of course, you know, COVID makes that fucking difficult, if not nearly impossible. So, uh, but I know that coming up as it gets warm, once again, once Iowa thaws out a bit, you know, that there's going to be performances and I'm sure that, uh, we'll post that here on this podcast, but you'll probably hear it somewhere else first. Cause if you're following this, you probably know one of us already. Okay, so let's talk about this production company, this music producing stage, all this shit. It's called Raven Wolf Productions. What is that? Raven Wolf Productions started with uh, an idea where someone said, we ought to just build a stage behind the garage. Yeah, what crazy fucking person would have done that? think it was our friend Elizabeth <laughs> and uh, we said you know wait that, that... we there's multiple Elizabeths you're gonna have to clarify <sighs> I think it was our friend Elizabeth Cretien okay the, so, sh- the short one the fiddle player yes all right and we said you know that's not a crazy idea and we thought about it a little more and a little more and pretty soon we decided that yeah that's actually a really great idea so we built a stage behind our garage because we had this space for it and we figured we have lots of things that we use stage for and once we had a stage built back there we started to think about all the different things we could use it for like what like what what came up in this conversation i mean when i hear stage 
you know, I, I do think music right away. But what else? What else has come across? You know that, or or what else have you thought of? You know that that this that can happen out here in this space. I think the whole stage idea started during a sword fighting practice, and so that's the first idea that we had to use it for. But it grew from there, and we have lots of talented friends who brought their own ideas to.、Um, To us, and Raven Wolf Productions grew from there.、Uh, we started to think about all the different ways we could utilize the stage, and allow our friends to utilize the stage to promote themselves and to provide entertainment to、uh, a lot of people, especially with COVID. The、yeah, fuck COVID. Right in the fucking COVID ass. The space that we have allows people to spread out outside, and it provides a really unique opportunity to to experience music. Right. Or, or whatever happens or whatever. on that stage. Awesome. Okay, quick question.、Uh, and I've I've had a couple people ask me this, and、uh, I, I said if I ever got you to actually talk on this goddamn podcast, I'd ask. But how much do you bench press?、Mm, you know, it's been a while since I've tried. So. Really? Do you want to? I can put some weight on the bars right here. We can do it right here. A live recording of you bench pressing as much as you fucking possibly can. I don't think that would translate as well. I think it would it... translate as fucking hilarious. <laughs> you wanna? Do you wanna give it a shot? I mean, we're recording right now. I think if we did a video, that might be a. a that might be、thing. better. You heard it here, folks. Susan has just said she will do a video of her bench pressing as much weight as she's ever fucking tried, and I will get it on video. You fucking well bet it. All right. So、uh, off of that tangent. So you've got a stage. You've we've got all the space, right? And、uh, and it's called Raven Wolf Productions. What the fuck? That's a mouthful of words. What is there a meaning there, or is it just sounded funny, or you know, I don't, I don't know. Did you see a car that said Raven on it or something? I don't know. What? Why? Why the name? Why Raven Wolf Productions? What's going on there?、Uh, Nate tends to associate himself with the Raven, and I. I tend to associate myself with a wolf. I think we both feel like these are spirit animals for us in a way. And since this new production company is an endeavor on both our efforts, the Raven Wolf Productions was a good way to combine both of us. So now you've got a Celtic wolf tattoo, correct? I do. What did your mother think of that? I think she thought it was fine. <laughs> she.、Uh, so she didn't say shit to you, did she? No, I think she thinks it's fine. I think she doesn't want a tattoo for herself because she doesn't like needles. But I don't think she's opposed to it on other people. Well, they're not needles. They're little stabby knives that make artwork on you. Everybody knows that. Because <laughs> I don't like needles either, and I got lots of fucking ink. Um, sweet. So no, all right. So the wolf thing's the real deal, huh? So you like, so that that's the thing. Now I also know for a fact that you also have a stylized horse. 
on your arm, on on a, on a separate arm. So you know the other one, you know, because yeah. you don't have three fucking arms. Although, uh, having seen you work as a doctor, I will tell you, it's like she's got six fucking arms. I swear to God, you get a squirrely little fucking cat in there, and she's got a fucking manhandle the shit out of it. You know, as gently as possible. But you ever seen a cat try and dart out of a room that's six by six by six? They can't go anywhere. You gotta just fucking catch it. Anyway. So why didn't you do like uh, Raven Horse Productions? I mean, okay, I now I know why. You say it out loud and it sounds stupid. Never mind, I'll fuck off. <laughs> All right. So, so you've you've got this performance space, and you got this band. So is this band going to like be always playing on this stage? Is this like, you know, like the the band's like home, right? They're they're kind of like the built-in default, um, you know, like opening band right now, isn't it? As often as possible. As often as possible. I suppose, you know, we got four people who are professionals at stuff, and uh, they got busy schedules, so that should be entertaining, but... Awesome. Uh, Alright, so, we've got Raven Wolf Productions, and so... Tell me about this barn. Now, there's pictures on the internet, and they're pretty fucking cool. It's a great little space. What does that have to do with the whole Raven Wolf Productions? Because right now you've only talked about the whole stage idea. So how does the barn, or is it tied into this at all? What's what's the deal there? Uh, we have a barn that became a large project during COVID quarantine times. And it arose because we have a small house, but we like to entertain lots of people. And we didn't feel we had a very good space for entertaining larger groups. Yet we had this old barn that is about 120 years old. And it had a big, ugly space that we weren't really using for anything. And Was that the hayloft? Is it up up in the loft part? Or are we talking about the, the ground level part? It's, it's the ground level. Okay, so, alright. So this is ground level and it was just a fucked up big room, huh? Yep. Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. So, so, what what does it have to do with Raven Wolf Productions? So, because we've seen the pictures, right? It looks fucking awesome. But you know, is this a personal space, or is this part of the whole Raven Wolf Productions thing? It can be part of the Raven Wolf Productions if folks are looking for a smaller, more intimate setting to have a performance. It would work very well for that. Oh, fantastic. So, you've got a bar in your barn, and it's called the Raven Wolf Bar. Mm-hmm. I saw that sign. That was fucking cool. So, we got the Raven Wolf Bar and the Raven Wolf Productions. What does the name of the stage, what, does it just the Raven Wolf stage? Yeah. Yeah? Well, you know, if you got something and your fucking works for you, you fucking beat it till it dies, you know? Cool. All right. Um, so... This is going to happen, so it's not happened yet, right? This is, even though the stage is built, where it's not, it's not up and running, right? It didn't, it didn't get to get used the last year before it got cold. That's right. We're waiting to start in April when it's warmer out. We hope, right? I mean, fucking, this is the Midwest, right? And mm-hmm. April could be a wicked cold bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll look forward to that and postings and sharings of those. So this is going to kick off in April. Hopefully there's a big shindig. I'm sure Susan will tell you all about it. Uh, You know, she's really good at communicating all that shit. 
Um, Susan, thank you very much for your time, for coming up here into the Tower of Talking and, uh, you know, just hanging out with your hubby for a bit while he asks you a whole bunch of dumb questions. And, and you had a lot of smart answers, and that's pretty much been my life expectancy with, with my lady. So, to everybody, Susan, would you like to say goodbye to the kind folks who are actually listening to this fucking thing? Goodbye, all kind folks that are actually listening to this thing. Uh, see, see, every time I say Susan said fucking, no one fucking believes me because she fucking doesn't say that. <laughs> often, unless it's at me, and then I've probably deserved it. All right, well... I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in for a minute and sharing um, our voices with your brain. And uh, if you got questions, comments, snide remarks, you know where to find me. And if you don't, fuck off. And uh, I hope you're all doing well. And remember, we're all in this together. And I'm pulling for you.